Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Blighty Day Fiancé UK, Married at First Blight. My name is Michelle. My name is Robin. We are an international reality TV, recapping, singing, dancing, married couple. (laughs) I don't sing or dance. I can do enough for the both of us. Okay. I can't dance either, to be fair. We met before we were married. We sure did. Yeah, we're not qualified. Should we stop? (laughs) <laughs> we are ah, 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 ah. we are qualified because uh as soon as we got married basically we had our wedding we got rid of the family <laughs> we went straight to a hotel we locked the door we put a do not disturb sign on the door we got under the covers and watched season eight or series eight of married at first sight australia yeah we binged it that's how we spent our honeymoon yeah, and I have no regrets because we honeymooned in England. We we got engaged in February of 2020. And then COVID, right? And then COVID hit. I would have married you at first sight. Um, it's just we had to cancel about 12 weddings. Anyway, enough about us. Well, a little bit about us. Okay. Um, so Robin was a music critic and a journalist and a TV producer here in the UK. Yeah. Um, he's interviewed his his fair share of celebs, musicians, legends of of all kinds. I'm on Elton John's shit list. Yep. We yep. can if you want to hear that story, uh head on over to our coverage of 90 Day Fiance UK. Um I went to film school. I used to, here in the UK. I've been here for about 15 odd years. I spent some time working in public relations and uh my greatest credential of all is that I have been watching shit like this <laughs> on my television since I was 8 years old. Brilliant. No word of a lie. To be fair, the the kid we 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 share with someone else. Uh, um he has also been raised on reality TV because it's all we watch in this house and he has to sit there and watch it with us. We might get him on to give some opinions. Who knows? Yeah, it depends on how uh family friendly these couples turn out to be because Oh, they all seem very <laughs> wholesome. Uh <laughs> Um, so the way that we are going to cover this, because the show is on four nights a week for the next several weeks, it really it comes to about 30 episodes. Yeah, it's about 7,000 hours of television. It's quite a lot. It's a big commitment. Um, 
We are going to do two episodes this week. So the one that you're listening to now, and then we'll we'll cover the rest of the weddings, or at least the ones that happened this week. Yeah, batch one. And then uh, after that, we are going to do a weekly recap of the four episodes. And this is not going to be a beat for beat kind of, you know, and then we go here and then we go there. It's not going to be a Paul style recap uh of course paul being the expert known for <laughs> explaining things in excruciating detail excruciatingly um, obvious detail yes yep. he's taken it upon himself to narrate it as though uh it were for the visually impaired right um so we're not going to do that we're going to do a, a recap of the couples and kind of where they are and uh we'll do some some analysis and uh share our thoughts on on uh how they're doing basically yeah we'll get some interviews with broken wine glasses uh <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing the real inside scoop um yeah we didn't do our homework and the review right. and I, the premiere caught us <laughs> off guard so um we're not as well prepared as we were for the other show that we're recapping right now oh yeah we've completely fucked this yeah up. we really have yeah <laughs> uh, honestly uh <laughs> um it's not our fault it's channel four's fault they had um a bunch of stuff uh like about four weeks ago where they kind of did this soft like media launch and introduced like some of the uh the cast and then absolutely nothing and then it was just on TV. So we're not responsible. No, we aren't. We're also not going <laughs> to recap where everyone is from um, the prior season, because uh, if you don't know, you should watch it. But I do have a lot of hope in my heart because I think part of what they want to see in this show is couples actually succeeding yeah. And in uh, staying together and building futures together. Well, they got two wins last year. They did, yes. How many do, out of what we've seen so far? Well, we don't know who's with who. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, except but I for think a we might have one already. Yeah, although sometimes people who start off strong at the beginning, it, it's not always an indication. As we know with editing, there's a ton of misdirection. But right. without further ado, mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to get into, you know, next time we do this, we'll go through the different uh, cast members. And maybe we can even do that exercise where um, that they do on Maps Australia, where you have to rank me against all the other brides. And then I have to rank you against all the other crews. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to rank you against other podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. Okay. It's a bunch of men, isn't it? Nah, not the ones I listen to. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I might need to know more about that. All right. Should we do the thing that we're here to do? <laughs> yes. Good. Um, so let's start with Chinita, 29, who is a social worker. She is matched with Jordan, also 29, who is an account manager. Overall vibes, positive looking good yes they have very good chemistry um i cried during their wedding at several points um i was very touched by the fact that when he got choked up during his speech she came up and gave him a reassuring hug yeah it was waterworks city wasn't it there wasn't yeah. a dry eye um probably in any of the houses watching the show um the, the, the mum speech was really good as well. That was incredibly emotional. And her very husky voice, which may or may not be a medical thing. So I, that, no shade. No shade. But man, that is a spirited woman. you got to love her. But all of it was just beautiful. It really was. Right? Except the dress. Except the dress. I hated that dress on her. I think moths had got to it. Hated it. Yeah. Don't mix the see-through lazy stuff with the sheer stuff right or you know not the side wear what you want but it just 
we're we're dancing around it and we're not going to say because it's it, mean but it didn't it didn't make the most of her lovely figure that's no, what she's i would say gorgeous but it looked like a swimsuit with a long bit at the bottom it did yeah it was it was unfortunate maybe they'll get another chance here's hoping should we clown on his tie <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Let's balance this up. I kept wanting to jump into the TV and straighten that fucker. It was all off to the side and a bit orange. Don't say what I think you're going to say, please. Just <laughs> rise above it. Okay. okay? All right. Um, the bridesmaid dresses were also hideous. I'm sorry, because they, again, are all lovely women. It looks like she's got some wonderful people surrounding her. Why she put them in seafoam green satin bags <laughs> with uh, sort of a, a taco pouch emphasizer oh across the middle <laughs> is... Uh, but that's what you do at a wedding, right? The, the whole idea is to humiliate the people you love the most. Isn't it? Really? That's what bridesmaids are for. I don't know. I mean, I let everyone wear what they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, but you're nice. Mm. Look, it it that wasn't great. The there was sort of a vaguely transphobic joke about about big balls. Yeah. Um wasn't a huge fan of that. That's all right. I don't um, think he meant anything by it. Well, intent is irrelevant, isn't it? Um he should have known better and Channel 4 should have known better. I imagine they're going to get some complaints about that, particularly since uh, we have not one, but two queer couples on the show, which is very exciting. Hopefully, you know, we can get into them a little later in the week. Do you think, while we're talking about them, do you think they get to choose uh, whether they go to like the hen on the stag and whether they hang out with the guys or the girls in an ongoing sense? I've always wondered about that. Um, or do they get assigned? It's like you're going with the women, you're going with the men. Or to I don't know, you know, because I I don't want to think about it in in the narrow terms that uh that are sort of apparent already like that they put the very butch yeah, butch lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Uh with the men. I I don't feel great about that. I'm trying to think. I think Last year, Daniel was with the women, yeah. and um, Matt Matt was with uh, with the lads. Yeah, at the time. So um, it's interesting because we we do meet a couple of people. Some of them we got their names; others we didn't, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, but the hen and stag parties kind of always go the same way. It's it's sort of the um, if you think about like cobras sussing each other out, <laughs> yeah. I'm, of course, sadly, once again, the viper's nest is, is at the hen party. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the men are like, love you, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's all really jummy. They all it? seem to get along. Yeah. Uh, the, the women are like, mm, I, I quite like her. I won't fuck her husband, but she's a bit of a bitch and I definitely will. I think it's more that they're sort of like circling each other and yeah. it's more that they're taking chunks out of, out of each other. But there's some, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there are going to be many female friendships formed in the course of this experiment, as experiment. they like to call it. Yes. Mel is back. Yeah. Back again, which is wonderful. Um, she loves to just jump in here. <laughs> Um, with now and very then. little, <laughs> with, you know, it's funny because, uh, I feel like she stands out a lot more in the Australian version. I don't know. And I don't mean, um, in terms of her outfits because they always horrific are always <laughs> terrible. Oh, Mel. Um, and then we have, uh, Charlene Douglas, yep. who is the, intimacy expert i believe yep um now look it's very hard to look past the fact that she's not alessandra right who could be alana 
Yeah. We love Alessandra Rompola, who is the the intimacy expert on um, MAFS AU. It's... Uh, She's like the caramel, caramac bunny. <laughs> like in human form, she she might be the physical manifestation of sexiness. Yeah, she is gorgeous. She the camera loves her. Um and her voice is mesmerizing. She sort of purrs. Um, but she also I like it when she tells people off. Oh, I love it when she tells what does that people say off. About me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same. And you know my king is John Aiken, and no one can hold a candle to him, in my estimation, when it comes to... Now, they're called experts. I always think of them as judges, because the one thing that you and I absolutely love about this show that kind of stands out from the rest is that they are actually held to account. You're not just watching these people misbehave uh, and carry on with their skullduggery. They are actually made to answer for their crimes right it's by far it's the reason why i watch maths and i don't watch an awful lot of other stuff because yeah i love the accountability it's great um and sometimes that accountability involves uh paul's over articulation of whatever it is he's trying to describe. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to him saying, uh, so you did this, and then you did this, and then you did this, and then this. And literally just saying the thing. Like like a child. You know when children uh, write stories, and they go, and then the cat did a poo on the floor, and then the tree fell down, and then, and then, and then. That's Paul. I can't wait. That's way too linear for for Paul. He's I I think I seem to remember him saying it was a dinner party scene and he said, <laughs> "Now what happens in the dinner party <laughs> is that the couples are given a chance to sit down with each other and share about their past experiences in the last week while consuming alcohol and food." Which is known collectively as <laughs> dinner that's the third meal of the day honestly can't wait for him to do that it's it's gonna be a lot um so without further without much further ado um i don't know if do we want to do a breeze through of the cast as described kind of like in the in the channel i think i think it's worth having a quick kind of browse through. Yeah. Well, we we, we were looking at Janita and Jordan, weren't we? Um, yes. And are we going to go back to that? Do we have any other thoughts? Let's maybe sort of wrap on them. Like I say, this is a quickie and we'll do a lot more at the end of the week for you guys. But I think we can all agree that was that was a lovely wedding. They seem like really not, she in particular seems like like a saint of a woman. Yes. Well, we know she must be because she's a dog person. Yeah. She has a little sweet little dog. Yeah. Um, And he seems all right. I was a bit worried at first that he was going to be a bit Love Island, a bit lad, which is, look, nothing against people like that, but they make really tedious television. For us. For us. For the rest of the nation. (laughs) That's exactly what they want to see. Yeah. Um, And that's fine. I respect that. Um, Yeah. Their wedding could not have been in starker contrast to the <laughs> wedding of Whitney, 31, who's a personal assistant from St. Albans, and Duca. Oh, you got it right. Yep. Yeah. You know why? Because it's not that hard. <laughs> and because it was, like, it's his name and maybe it's important to get it right. Exactly. Yeah. He is 31. And if you weren't sure, you could have checked. Yeah. He is uh, an HR coordinator from Birmingham. He is originally from Yugoslavia. He uh, emigrated to the UK at age 10, um, obviously to to escape the conflict. He's the only child. Uh, we don't learn that about him until kind of midway through the episode. 
Uh, I noted that his mother was not in attendance at the wedding. His father was, and we love him because he reminds us of the dad on Stuff Let's Flat. Totally does. Just the sweetest, loveliest, most respectful man. And and the look on his face as he can see, like, disrespect. Like, all right, the word respect is horribly misused, particularly on reality TV, right? It's like, you don't really disrespect me. No, I'm not disrespecting you. I'm observing the fact that you're an arsehole. Um, that's not disrespect. Um, but his dad is like the, the, like the real epitome of what respect actually is, right? And when he saw the opposite of that, just the disappointment, the quiet, stoic sadness in his eyes was quite a thing. Yeah. He... <sighs> And yet he didn't put it on someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He he was very gracious about the whole thing, whereas... But what blew us away was Duca. Yes. Right? Because he sort of came to her defense, and he is a better man than I. Really, true empathy is putting yourself in the position of someone whose behavior you either don't agree with or don't fully understand. I remember him saying, you know, what it must feel like, or what must it feel like to have defensiveness, to have walls up like that? Uh, And what must it take to to kind of bring that down? He was very patient and very unfazed with it all. But Uh, he will regret it. Well, yeah. Do you remember on the last season of Maths Australia, who was the little chap in the spangly jackets? Like the proto jibbery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you remember? And he was horribly, like, his his wife had an, the affair. What was his name? Oh, um, I don't remember. He was Italian, yeah. so I want to call him, like, Carmine or something. Fine. But it we'll wasn't. call him Carmine. It really, really <laughs> was. He was on the show for a long time. You ought to remember. I'm terrible at names. Um, you will learn that about me. Um, but he was sort of the same. Do you remember? It was Caroline. Was that her name? Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. And, but he defended her in the same kind of way for he quite, did. quite some yeah. time. And I remember thinking then, wow, that is – and Brent was the same, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, these very gracious men who, in the face of these really awful behaviors, uh, are kind and generous and give it some space. And it's like, wow, dude, patience of a saint. Right. And I think uh, if you've come here wanting to listen to people bash Whitney for 20 minutes straight, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that couple. I don't want to be that podcast. I think her behavior speaks for itself. Um, She was acting the whole time like someone was forcing her to do this. She she was like a six-year-old who was told they weren't getting any sweets. Yeah. And was sort of like at a a formal sort of party and was sort of pulling a party dress off Mm -hmm. and just sort of wanted to run around the room waving her pants in the air and causing trouble. Yep. She was extremely disrespectful. She was rolling her eyes. If she wasn't rolling her eyes, they were kind of closed like one of those dolls. She was rolling her entire face. I'm not sure. (laughs) I didn't know it was possible for a face to express, like, (sighs) discontent quite that much. She was... I mean, I'm not capable of that level of empathy. And particularly if somebody was acting that way around my parents... Yeah. For instance, yeah. I would have a lot of trouble being gracious and patient towards someone like that. I always wonder, and we have the same thing again, it's a, a, a mass Australian thing. Um, ba, 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 ba. Is it Becca, Bex, Rebecca, Becca, Becca, Beck. Beck, Beck, Beck? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember her enabling friends? Yeah. I mean, for those of you who either didn't watch it or don't remember, Beck was paired with, I think Luke was maybe his name. Mm. He was, I think, a football player. He was some kind of ex-professional athlete who had since founded um, a mental health charity. Yeah, He could not have been nicer. And he was 
far and away the best looking yeah. guy on the whole franchise. And she just decided immediately that she hated him. Yeah. Um, and accused him of kind of drooling over her and suffocating her. And, and again, I understand the other thing that really stood out about Whitney was she kept saying, and I don't know why this disturbed me so much, but she kept saying, I want someone who's towering over me. Yeah, like scary. I want, I want a brick shit house just towering <laughs> over me about to swallow me up. And it's like, what? I don't understand. I mean, this guy is six two. Yeah, and he's in—he's quite slight. pretty good. Nick. He's in good. He's in good now. But that is quite voguish at the moment, isn't it? We sort of gone back to the eighties in in like the the idea of what you know desirable male physiques are. Right? Yeah, it's it, a, it's quite odd actually, and it is a phase. Honestly, like <laughs> ladies, you'll get together with those men, and then when they get really fat in about five years' time, you will regret it. I don't know what she wanted to get out of this outside of the fact that I cannot can you imagine having her as your assistant? <sighs> Working with her in any in any capacity? I can't imagine interacting with her in any way. No. Whatsoever. I I she'd reduce me to tears. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. Like, you know, I I couldn't deal she will come out of any conflict with me, the winner, I'm sure, and we'll feel great about things. But I just couldn't cope. Yeah, I don't, I don't deal well with people like that. And it, it, you know what? It might be that she's in the anger stage of grief. But again, I oh, look. I, don't, I know. I that, feel like she was like that before. I don't. Honestly, we've all been through some things, and, and like her story is particularly horrific yeah no it's very question. sad no question but i honestly i think that level of nastiness is in you already yeah i, I don't I think it can be made i just don't no and i'm really sick of that excuse on reality tv to be totally honest yeah and look i know that that we consume this stuff that we watch it that we enjoy it but i i am getting year on year increasingly uncomfortable with casting people who have very recently experienced a traumatic life event, whether that's a miscarriage, whether that's the loss of a parent, a sibling, a friend. These are all huge, huge uh, losses and huge traumas that you don't bounce back from uh, by marrying a total stranger or putting parading your um uh issues on tv for all to see i don't think anybody comes no. i don't think anyone who comes into this process in a state of grief comes out of it feeling materially any better i think you have to be made of some pretty strong stuff and uh and again the the reason i don't want to pile on uh, to Whitney is because I don't, I don't want to reward that behavior. And I also don't want to talk about her. <laughs> she really put me off. What I will say, and, and then we'll move on. What, what, what I will say is I already know, I'm sure it's already started happening, but the whole, the defensive, um, haters gonna hate, they're just jealous of me thing. Um, I know she'll use the word fake about other people. I know she'll use the phrase two-faced about other people. All of these little linguistic habits which people have fallen onto recently are vapid and empty and meaningless, right? Haters hate you because you're hateful, uh, not because they're jealous. I, I couldn't have less jealousy for her. I couldn't stand to be her. It would just be horrible. When people say they don't like you, that isn't being fake. And you certainly then don't get to call them two-faced for being honest. But I know all of that is going to happen. And when it does, I'll call it. But I know she's going to be that person. And I'm sort of dreading it. But I'm more interested in seeing what it does to others. Interestingly enough, she's not. she doesn't seem to have a huge profile on social media. I was fully expecting her to have um a whole army of uh Instagram followers. Yeah, I think it's a new account that's been very carefully stage managed probably by professionals. Yeah. 
Well, seeing as how there wasn't a, a single, single negative, negative comment, comment. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> that's usually a dead giveaway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all right, she'll get her fifteen minutes of fame, but honestly, that fifteen minutes is going to be a pretty rotten. A uh, bunch of fame. Again, another example from Mass Australia. That the the idea that this kind of exposure will give you a career and stuff. Uh, Bryson, Bryson, Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. Um, forgive my name thing. Um, Bryce completely lost his career thinking that this would give him like all the profile that he wanted. Right. Yeah, it didn't work out so well. Didn't work out so they well. They are the only couple who are still together from that season, though. They have nothing else but each other. And they're twins, Levi and Tate. Mm. No comment on those names. No. Because um, they're terrible. <laughs> uh, so, Un- unless you have kids called Levi and, and Tate. In which case, beautiful names, well done. No, because it's like levitate. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did, did did that just hit you? Oh, man. It's it, it's beyond the pale. Oh. It's not good. Oh. Um, I would put that beneath any of the baby names this year that are going to come out of House of Dragon. Oh, God. Um, shall we go through the rest of, of the cast really quickly? Yeah, let's mop up some of the vomit. Okay, so... Um, Adrian was the missing groom, I believe. Uh, he's a blonde gentleman, age 37, digital designer from Manchester. We didn't get to meet him, so we won't talk about him. Is he the other half of the gay couple? I assume so. Is he the one with the I, blonde hair? And I've never dated someone with blonde hair before. Yeah, maybe. That's my attempt at the sort of scouse accent. No, I, I get it. We'll we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. We've got George, age 40, financial advisor from Worcester. He's the one. With 97 children. With four children. Yeah. Um, he's the one uh, who I think I was the most attracted to, kind of at the off. He's very much my type. He could, he, look, he could go either way. Uh, what was the name of the cricket playing fella? Who had a successful relationship. Oh, Short King. Short King, um, yeah. <laughs> with the red-headed wife. Yeah. I don't remember Sorry, guys. Well, again, this came on us very quickly. We will do our, our, our homework. Um, but uh, sometimes you get these kind of besuited, fairly respectable men, and they just turn out to be absolute darlings and sometimes they turn out to be fascist scumbags so honestly sometimes no way of they don't yeah. yeah uh we also have so we've talked about jordan we also have uh kwame uh 42 business consultant from london now he is the um afro-caribbean gentleman with the beard and an earring very handsome very handsome um we were not introduced to him. To him, uh, he apparently won Mister Ghana oh. in two thousand. Oh, uh, and now he wants another chance at finding love. So he is divorced, um, and he does have children. Okay. So you know, I love a divorced dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling a bit threatened. Uh, um, everyone. I didn't win Mister Anything. <laughs> no, but you you should know. I have a thing for divorced dads. I'm always going to be, um, you know, uh, favoring them. It's a bias that I am proud of and I stand behind. Uh, we also met uh, PJ, age 31. I called it. Yes, you did. Yep. And I was really angry about that because I was uh, telling you off for stereotyping him. Um, his job says dancer performer here, but it means stripper. Um, and he is also based in Birmingham. Um, he has a lot of love to give. Apparently, he's got a lot of something else to give. I believe he described his his penis as having open doors. <laughs> Uh, if you can open, open a, a door, door yeah. with your penis, I'm pretty sure uh, whoever's matched with him is is going to have uh, a lot on De- their hands. It depends how far you are from the door. To be fair, <laughs> um, and is it a like if it's a pull door? And you can open the door with your penis. That is a mean trick. If it's a sliding door, 
That is impressive muscle control. Well, look. A push door. How about a revolving door like you get in hotel lobbies? Wow. Um, that in could any be painful. Event, I think it does. I think it takes a huge amount of confidence, a huge amount of stamina, and a huge amount of discipline to um, work in that field. And the older you get, the harder it is. Right? I ain't shaming Not him. talking about penises. No. <laughs> I'm he- not shaming him at all. Again, another reference. There was a stripper on another season, wasn't there? Yes, there was. Who I'll- was shamed for the job, even though he built up quite a successful kind of like little empire from well, it. And- he wasn't presently doing it, but he that yeah. is how he built his business empire yeah. and uh considerable wealth because of it. So PJ is concerned that he'll be judged based on his profession. So not let's by me. not by me either. Um, except to say respect and wow. And he has revealed that he does, uh, give the full Monty as it were, um, at the end. At the end. So I'm assuming on, in the 30th episode of this, we get to see his dick. Here's hoping, <laughs> um, Moving on to Richie, age 51. So in the sort of uh, deeper end of the of the age spectrum, he is a sales advisor from Sheffield. Richie, to me, looks like, uh, you know in cartoons when people die and their ghost sort of <laughs> levitates above their body? Like, he's like the cartoon ghost of Johnny Marr from The Smiths. <laughs> Just levitating above him, looking down, going, I'm dead now. He is pale and he does have a big head. He has worked in the music industry for 23 years and considers himself to be deep, emotional, clever, a good laugh, and socially slash emotionally intelligent. Good. Um... Yeah. He says, never underestimate a man who's got nothing to lose. That is a huge red flag for me. That worries me. To me, that says... uh, It's a line from a Liam Neeson movie or something, isn't it? Is he going to go on a killing spree? To me, something like that is announcing to the world that you have a lot of debt. Oh, (laughs) right. So I don't know. Look, Richie, um, we'll give you a chance. Now, uh, Thomas is 31, uh, as you say, Scouser, uh, mental health care assistant. Um, I, look, I'm sure we're going to be, A, the job he does suggests to me that there is some loveliness in there, right? I'm sure we're going to be surprised and he's going to turn out to be all right because at first sight, and this is married at first sight, so we're allowed to make quick judgments, he's awful, He's just awful. He seems a bit shallow. Yeah. And a bit superficial. And very controlling. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, As they say in the Australian version. Um, Yeah. uh, Confronting. Um, He, yeah. Like, if you don't live life the way he wants you to, much scorn will come your way. I think he he reminds me of... um, a cartoon version of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh. And I know that's a really mean comparison, but if you're going to uh, have veneers that do not fit your mouth, and if you're going to dye your hair and your eyebrows jet, jet black, you're going to invite certain comparisons. So, Well, look, I'm sure we're going to see an awful lot more of him. Who else we got today? We've got April, age 32, who's a dress designer from London. Now, uh, she is unsurprisingly a former Miss Great Britain. Oh, she is very, very stunningly beautiful. Um, and she can make dresses. Yes. If only I knew someone who was learning how to do that. Well, (sighs) Hey, we haven't seen the dress yet. Might be awful. Yeah, that's true. Um, She won't stop until she succeeds in anything she does and considers herself to be a positive and bubbly social butterfly. I hate the word bubbly. I hate it too. (laughs) If any of you are um, failed actors like I am, uh, you particularly if you're a woman, you will have heard the phrase be more bubbly more times than uh, you care to admit. Sure, love might never happen. It's one of those... Uh, 
it's one of those directions that means absolutely nothing and gives absolutely nothing. So right. uh, keep that in mind. Then we have Jenna, age 32, who is a zero waste shop owner from Blackpool. Um, I hated her immediately because she looks an <laughs> awful lot like someone we know, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to try really hard to pull back from that. Oh, no. I, I think random prejudices for no reason are excellent and should be <laughs> <laughs> should be encouraged in shows like this. Well, um, I think what really bothered me was that she, she really turned her nose up. And I am actually – I'm going to side with um, the – the gay scouse gentleman um, who I previously referred to whose name I've already forgotten. I'm going to side with Thomas on this one. Um, Jenna turns her nose up at father walking the daughter down the aisle. She doesn't like the tradition of marriage. Um, She thinks that it's an antiquated institution, etc. She compares it to a, to livestock, um, all of these quite unfavorable uh, comparisons. And I think Thomas quite rightly says, well, we, being LGBTQIA++, um, have fought very hard to enjoy the same traditions that everyone else has. So why shouldn't we just enjoy them if that's what we want? I want my father to walk me down the aisle because he's proud of me. Right. Uh, and that really spoke to me. So that was, that's a, uh, several points in Thomas's favor. Yeah, there. Like, I, I think honestly, I think we'll see a different side to him. He just, he came over really badly in, in this episode. And I hate to say it, but I fear that it was by design because production saw him coming and thought, we know what to do with this. Yeah. Um, so what's her name? Jenna, right? Yes. Yeah. Those are just, some people are so desperate to have an opinion that they'll choose an, <laughs> a, <laughs> they'll choose an opinion and they'll be really, really bullshy with it and everything. And it's just so that they can be something because actually underneath there isn't anything at all. Ca- calling oneself a badass bitch, etc., etc. It's not, that is not the serve she thinks it is. That's not the bold opening gambit she thinks it is. No. It's basically her personality is contrary. Yeah, right. Um, it's second only to I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah, it look. Find a new cliche to define yourself by. Oh, she's defined herself by all of them. Yeah. Uh, vegan, um, queer, uh, not tra- doesn't want a traditional marriage. Um, I'm sure there are many more that she can't wait to lecture people on. Individually, all of those things are great. No, I'm just saying. It's just when you collect them and and wear them like sort of badges on your jacket. Yeah, your whole personality can't be like, I am the counterculture and this is what. And you know what? It's And you can push back and say, oh, well, she's just proud of who she is. Like, that's great, but she chooses what she shares about herself, right? Yeah. All of these people do. And if you're proud of who you are, you probably shouldn't shame others for being who they are. Precisely. Thank you. That's the point that I was trying to make, but taking forever to do. There was um, famously a song by a band called The Levelers in, I think, the early 90s. And The Levelers were what was called at the time a crusty band. Um, so they had, like, they were white guys with, like, dreadlocks and dogs on a string. Ooh. And, right, you remember that whole, maybe you're vaguely familiar like with Like Spin Doctors? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, there'd be violins in there for no good reason. Actually, one of them was called Jerry. Jeremy tells you everything you need to know. So they pretended to be really counterculture, but actually they had quite rich parents and, and were, for what it's worth, lovely, lovely people. Um, but they had a famous song called uh, One Way, I think it was that, there's only one way of life and that's your own, right? That was the chorus, mm-hmm. right? And you'd see them play like at a festival or something and there would be 30,000 people who all looked identical identical with the same dreadlocks and army jackets and dogs on strings and can of cider in the hands all singing this same line i'd be like "Uh, there's only one way of life and (laughs) you're all following it aren't you so this idea of being like highly individualistic by defining yourself by a counterculture it's yeah and we we look you see that so much in in music circles Uh, you you saw it a few years later with manic street preachers fans it's the same thing you know it's like a, a guy when I first started writing as a music critic, uh, one of my colleagues came up to me and was like, 
Why don't you wear eyeliner? You look great in eyeliner. Oh, sure, but he didn't mean it like that. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you not in uniform? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, well, because it's just going to be me, if that's all right. But yeah, you get that with with such types, don't you, that there is more authority and more rules than actually in norm society. That's right. And uh, lest you all think I have any room to talk, I I am one of those uh, women who growing up, particularly in my 20s, less so in my 30s, but particularly in my 20s, I took on the personality and aesthetic of whoever I was dating at the time. <laughs> so I went through uh, like a faux hawk phase no. with safety pins in my ears, wearing mm-hmm. little um, kilts and knee socks. Uh, I went through an emo phase. I went through a goth phase, um, just about, you know, that paints you a picture. It took me a long time to figure out who I was, so I I understand that. You haven't taken on any of me. No, I haven't. (laughs) Because Um, you are your own woman now. Right, who else we got? We have got Jess, 31. She's a dental hygienist from Cambridgeshire. I feel... Feel like I could have told you she was a dental hygienist. Yeah, um, I called stripper for PJ. You called dental hygienist for <laughs> <laughs> Jess, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, God bless her. Now look, where that comes from is uh, famously on the the American dating series, the long and storied series, The Bachelor. Um, when it's a boy bachelor, there tend to be quite a few Laurens or Ashleys. Um, they're all dental hygienists. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how they managed to get so many dental hygienists in, in one room, but Well, that's uh, why they they're on are. these shows, because their daily life involves people's stinky breath, and they're desperate to do anything else for a few months. Um, you know what? I liked her because she immediately stood up for herself. What, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, believe it or not, people sleep with people on first dates. That's sort of what a lot of apps are about. Yeah, so exactly. The, there was the a idea lot of, that you have to save yourself, just like, fuck off. Yeah, it was silly. There was a lot of um, snobbery uh, pointed her way, and she was having absolutely none of it, and I really appreciated it because I think she's – I just agree with her completely. Um, Who are we left with? Uh, Cassia or Kasha, age 36, uh, you would not have missed her chest because it was on full display. Oh, that's the one who put the dress on upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, bless her. Um, she left school at 16 to have her first child, um, and has since launched a successful career. Uh, she owns a body contouring clinic, um, And with her children older now, she's hoping to focus on herself and meet someone. Um, So I imagine that she'll be matched with someone else who has children. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, We didn't get a whole lot out of her. I was honestly, that that dress was so ill-fitting. And that's not me shaming her body at all. I think she has an incredible body, curves to die for. But uh, you don't have to put them under bandages necessarily and just expose the top half. Yeah, it's it's, it's very weird when you're in a room full of people you don't know, but fine. Sure. Um, We also have Lara, age 49, who is a waitress from Nottingham. Um, I could have... I almost said actress instead of waitress. Uh, She's actually a former dancer. She's a... Now, I thought I couldn't place her accent. She is originally from Canada. Um, She's been married and divorced twice. Um, And she says the experts couldn't pick any worse than I could pick. Fair. Oh, just you wait and see. Um, (laughs) I have a lot of respect for her again, probably for all the wrong reasons. I just, I feel for a woman who's putting herself out there for a third time on TV for all to see. And, uh, she is, she is North of the, uh, 
of the age. I'm always more interested with spectrum. ones who've got a bit of experience and stuff. Oh, and me too. Sto- it, it's always much more interesting. But to, to be able to to hold her own among the the harpies and screeching hyenas, squabbling teenagers. I think, yeah. Um, I really like her a lot. And then, last but not least, we've talked about Whitney. We have Zoe, age 30, who is a quantity surveyor from the West Midlands. Um, who so seems all right. We, yeah, we learned a bit about her. We learned that she's the only gay in her village, basically. Did she say Stafford? But that's not the West Midlands, I thought she is said, it? Yeah, I thought she said Stafford, too, but yeah, I might have misunderstood. Because yeah. um, there's plenty of gays in Stafford. Yeah. Now, we do know by the process of elimination that she is going to be matched with jenna oh we're so. really good at calling it <laughs> <laughs> it always feels so unfair doesn't it mm, no. I know. but presumably the judges matchmakers experts whatever we're going to call them had many 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 gay people to choose from and have in advance done their deliberation so it's fine i'm hoping that they were careful in this regard because Matt and Daniel captured the hearts of the nation, ourselves included. I They were my favorite couple by a country mile oh, yeah. or a country kilometer. Um, that's about it. Right. Yeah. Well, it's whistle stop. Um, thank you ever so much for our phenomenal, phenomenal lack of preparedness. Um, once again, thanks ever so much, Channel 4. Um, but um, we're all going to sit together with our hands held in a circle and learn all about these people together, aren't we? We're going to watch them fighting at dinner parties. We're going to watch them giving snarky looks in commitment ceremonies. It's all very exciting. Yes, and just so you know, um, we don't have any loyalties to anybody. Our opinions change on a whim. Yeah. Uh, I am ashamed to admit that there was a time... Um, probably a whole 48 hours when I liked <laughs> Olivia from season nine of Married at First Sight Australia. Yeah. So um, anything can change at any time. Come at us. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, we are at Blighty Day, B-L-I-G-H-T-Y-D-A-Y on Instagram and Twitter. You can also email us at BlightyDayFiance at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us. I was thinking, do we do a new email address uh, for Mass? And then I thought, nah. 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 But we're going to keep our sign-off consistent. Oh, yeah. uh, Because this is in honor of our sweet summer child, who we'll call Alfie, even though that's not his real name. He's going to be on this show one day. He is going to be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you soon. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.